Hello, Buffy Virgin listeners. It's John here in the Buffy Virgin editing booth. Today's episode is a little bit different. It's something we created for YouTube. So if you want to check it out as a video, please head over to BuffyVirgin.com and pick up the link to our YouTube channel. Otherwise, feel free to enjoy this audio-only version of Things You Probably Didn't Notice in Buffy Season 4. We will be back to our regular episodes next week with Season 5, Episode 2. Hey, it's John from the Buffy Virgin Podcast. You know, making the Buffy Virgin Podcast with my buddies, we've been watching Season 4 lately. And at some point in the middle of season four, I switched from watching Buffy on DVD to watching these HD versions that are available on streaming sites like the new Facebook streaming thing and Amazon Prime and Hulu, things like that, right? Now, if you're a Buffy fan, you might already know that these HD versions have all kinds of problems. The color is all weirdly tinted, it looks pink. It's all been oversmoothed, so everything looks like a bad fashion magazine. And the worst of all, it's been recropped to fit into a 16-9 aspect ratio, which suddenly you can see crew members off to the side, and oh, it's a horrible mess. The whole thing has been really well documented over at the YouTube channel Sunnydale Archives, and they've broken down all of the problems. But for now, suffice to say that you should probably be watching the DVD versions. But if you do watch it in HD, you have a lot of opportunities to hit the pause button and zoom in and check out all kinds of weird details that you just couldn't see on TV back in the 90s or on DVD. For example, I know that Oz is a Star Trek fan. He's got two Star Trek episode guides right by his bed. I also know that that newspaper that Giles picks up in Hush and shows to his girlfriend Olivia, well, the headlines say it's all about the, you know, demons stealing hearts, but if you look at all the text, it's actually a bunch of Onion articles. So what I'm gonna do in this video is I'm gonna walk you through a few of the little nuggets that I've found in Buffy season four by watching really carefully in HD, pausing it a lot, zooming in, and seeing what I can find. So the first thing I want to talk about is Buffy's musical tastes. We all know that Oz is, you know, the music fan in the group. We know that Giles is into his uh, 70s sort of classic rock. We know that Willow loves Chibomato. But what about Buffy? What's she into? So I've spent a lot of time freeze-framing scenes, both from her bedroom on Ravello Drive and from her dorm room over at UC Sunnydale and looking at the stickers and the posters she's putting up. And I can tell you, Buffy's musical tastes are super diverse and strange. First of all, she's into a lot of 90s jam bands. She's into Fish and the String Cheese Incident. She's into Roger Waters, you know, from Pink Floyd, but not Pink Floyd, she's into his solo albums. She enjoys the Squirrel Nut Zippers, if you remember the Swing Revival from the 90s. She's into Flaco Jimenez the Tex-Mex accordion genius. You know, it all makes me think that Buffy probably made some pretty amazing mixtapes back in the day. The next thing I wanna talk about is the word of Valios. So if you remember back 
there were some Vithral demons that were trying to end the world, and Giles is looking up what they need in a book, and he realizes that the word of Valios is actually a talisman, and he does a facepalm because he's had this talisman kicking around in his knickknack drawer for a while since he picked it up at some kind of, you know, wizard rummage sale. And the thing is, he's even dumber than he thinks because, freeze and zoom in, the word of Valios is labeled as the word of Valios right there on the back. The next thing I want to talk about is from that same episode. It's from Doomed. And in that same book where Giles is looking up the word of Valios, if you freeze frame on that book, you realize that the text of the book is actually the Bible. It's the, it's the book of Ezekiel. Except what they've done is everywhere that the Bible says something about Lord or God, which is a few times, They've scratched out the first letter and replaced it with a random letter. So we have, instead of the Lord God, we have the Gord Bod, and we have thus spoke the Nord Mod. Now, I think probably what happened here is that the props department wanted to use the Bible because it looks like an old book, but they thought it might be sort of, you know, offensive to people who are into Abrahamic religions if they had the word God in there, being that this is actually now a demon book. But really, what's more offensive? Using the Bible as a prop with God in it or actually scratching out the word God and writing the Nord mod? This last one is from episode 18 of season four. It's uh, where the wild things are. Now, this is the one where some sex ghosts have taken over the frat house. And the reason there's sex ghost is because Genevieve Holt used to run it as an orphanage. And back when it was an orphanage, she tortured the kids and now they're sex ghosts. So basically Willow wants to know more about this backstory. She finds a great big volume that has all these newspaper clippings about the orphanage, about Genevieve Holt. And these are amazing. First of all, Genevieve Holt got an award from the mayor, and we know how long-lived our mayor is. So this is the mayor who is giving her an award. He's evil, she's evil, award makes sense. But my favorite part is this little clipping that gives some backstory about Genevieve Holt. And I just, I gotta read it to you because it's so great. Local residents say that this is not the first time that Ms. Holt has put her own life in jeopardy for the sake of her charges. Neighbor Leonard Bernstein says that she daily walks a tightrope balancing two dogs and a pickle on a stick over the house to teach the children about the dangers of insanity. Ms. Holt's efforts in this regard can only be described as absolutely absurd. She is an asset to our society as a whole and a true raving lunatic. I mean, now that's really silly, but I just, I love that the prop makers or the writers or whoever snuck this in there left this little nugget of backstory for us to find. And I also love that no one on the internet seems to have found this up until now. I've searched around and as far as I know, Buffy Virgin is the only place that knows about this and it makes me feel special, I love it. So that's what I've found in Buffy season four. If I missed anything or if you found something in season four or in another season of Buffy that you think people are missing, Put it in the comments. I'd love to hear about it. If you enjoyed the video, 
check out the Buffy Virgin podcast. It's a podcast where we watch Buffy with my friend Michael, who's never watched the show before. He's experiencing it for the first time. And it's just a lot of fun. And I guess I'll see you in hell.